Give them a shot to do what? Welcome, sports fans, to the hottest sports podcast in the game, JT and the Don, with your hosts, Jimmy Thompson and Donato Bucci. They're covering the most current issues in sports from the 305 to the 412 and all the way to the West Coast. You can follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at JT and the Don or email them at JT and the Don at gmail.com. Now take it away, guys. Welcome to the next episode of JT and the Don presented by Give us a shot network. I am the Don Donato Bucci. And remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find all of your other favorite podcasts. And remember to leave us a five-star review. Thank you to Nicole Thompson for the wonderful introduction. And to our guy, Mike Regina, with the JT and the Don intro music. Well, I know JT is pumped today because... His Miami Heat with a big signing, signing Haywood Highsmith to a deal. So, with that said, let me welcome in everyone's favorite, JT, Jimmy Thompson. I don't even need to ask today. I know how you feeling. Why you always do this, man? Every time every time I got to deal with you. Like, you know you know how I feel about Haywood Highsmith. They should have got more minutes in both the Boston series and the Denver series. That's why series. you pumped it. Am I, did I lie? I am, but... But come on, man. You're making it seem like the news broke that we just got Dame, man. Stop playing around. See, this is what happens when, you're, when your hometown doesn't have an NBA team. You start start messing around. Stop bullshitting, man. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of the NBA and Pittsburgh not having a basketball team, the San Antonio Spurs, fortunately for them and their fan base, they do as Victor Wembenyama. I got it right, JT. Yo, you, I'm I'm actually I'm really impressed, man. You haven't been able to say that name since <laughs> for like two, three years. Now all of a sudden you know how to say it. Professional at it now. Good so practice. he made his summer league debut last Friday and played one other game this past Sunday. So his final total stats for two games: 36 points, 20 rebounds, eight blocks, and three assists on 41% shooting on average from the floor. He played a total of 54 minutes in those two games. So, JT, according to you, a good or bad debut for Wemby? All right. So, you know, I'm not the best math person, but those two games comes out to, I think, like 18 points, 10 boards, four blocks. I'm taking that. And plus, he had five blocks of his debut. Like, so what? He struggled with shooting. Like, that's to be expected. Every rookie coming into the NBA level is going to struggle with their shot at some point, even when they're a good shooter at the previous level. He showed flashes of why NBA, you know, circles and GMs are already saying, like, by year three, he's going to be at least the best defensive player in the league. Like, this is what we expected. And he's already can average double digit points and rebounds to go along with the like defensive game he has. Yeah, I thought he did really well. Now, is it the generational that we expected? No, but is some of that unrealistic and unattainable? Yes, we've already talked about that before. But from what I've seen, I thought he did good. He looked fine to me. Yeah, if we're picking between those two, good or bad, I'm going to go good as well. Because, But because of his second game, he went 9 of 14 shooting, 2 of 4 from the three-point range. He had 27 points, 12 boards, no assists, but still had three blocks and 7 of 12 for the free throw line. 
he's got to improve that a little bit. But I agree with it. I agree with you. Whatever he does, he won't be able to fulfill those expectations like for some fans, for some people. And so no matter what he did in those two games, unless he's dropped 50 in both games, it was never going to be good enough. Yeah, um, yeah it's it, like he was he was never going to lose to the hype. But I tell you right, what, as, right. as much criticism as Wimbenyama is getting, I tell you what, why is nobody talking about last year's top two pick, Chet Holgram, who was hurt all last year? He looking pretty good in summer league so far. I, I know you and me going to be going back and forth on these on these fantasy drafts with these two guys. Like, I have a feeling somebody might pull the trigger in the first round on one of these guys. But Chet Holgrim, last year, he was hey, injured. He, People were like, is he too small to play in the NBA? He looking really dominant, too, showing the same defensive ability that Wim Yama has. So I think he's in good hands with these two. Hey, you know, I, I thought Orlando should have went with Chet early on. I mean, but you I'm got happy. Paolo. How could you I, be I'm, upset with that? I'm happy with that. I, I was going to say you didn't let me finish. I'm, I'm happy with Boncaro. He's he's shown a lot of promise. But, you know, something else with Wembenyama, he showed that versatility, JT, that everyone wanted to see. He can shoot the outside shot, right? He can play make. He has some nice dishes in that first game primarily. Um, and then he can protect the rim. Like, those are all the things that we were expecting of him, and he did it in that second game, playmaking more so in the first game. And don't forget, he's 19. Yeah, he's young. He's 19. He's only going to get better. But if I can throw out two concerns, you know what I thought was weird was in transition offensively, he wasn't as fast as I thought. Like, I thought Dwight Howard got down. You said he was fast. (laughs) I thought – I, well, I mean, I just thought, you, you know what you know why you thought, thought he was fast is because everyone throws around this. Oh, like he's this freakish talent. Yeah. It's like you know, just because you a freak don't mean you fast. It's not the same thing. Like because I'm sorry if we were talking about something that concerns me about him is I told you before we did a show the last show is that I've seen Wimbenyama get bullied by guys that can't make the G League over here, yeah. but. I'm worried about him, you know, staying on his feet defensively against smaller guys that can that can handle a ball at the four. Like, well, I, I was he gonna well, get put on skates, you know, well, pretty early and often. I thought also I was worried about him defensively, but another reason from what I saw in these two games, he got back down in the paint. Yeah, like, that's, they, that's what I'm they, saying. They, like they he was, that not, was happening to him skates. in France. Right. And, it, and it's funny. And I got to give it a shout out to to my father who watches the show along with my mother every every show. So I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. He mentioned that something that when Benyama said in the media after the second game is that he thinks it's less physical in the NBA than in Europe. And oh, let me tell oh, you something. Gonna, oh, he's going to regret saying that. Right. When Benyama, if you're saying that now and you're getting backed down by guys that are maybe only summer league players can you imagine what happens when you get to the nba so you know pump the brakes on there that europe's more physical um so just pump the brakes a little bit but jt are the spurs doing the right thing shutting him down for the remainder of the summer league yeah i mean you know he's gonna be your franchise player he's gonna be a starter for the next decade hopefully so i mean whether he plays good or bad in the summer league is not gonna you know, determine what his role will be. So protect your investment. Shut him down. We've already seen injuries in the summer league. Scoot, uh, Amen Thompson, they're already hurt. So we already talked about this before. I don't think top five picks should be playing in the summer league anyway. Summer league should be for guys that are actually trying to fight to make a roster. Like, I don't need summer league to show me that Wimbenyama can block five shots. Like, we know they can do that. 
But I want to make sure that they're shutting him down for health concerns and not the other thing that I'm hearing is that they want to protect him from media criticism. Because he even said something, I think it was on Twitter, where he's like, he's happy that they decided to shut him down so he can go and, you know, enjoy his summer and not focus on basketball. I'm like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like the sound of that. Because you're a superstar. Like, that's going to happen. Like, LeBron didn't get that kind of ability to just, you know, go away from the media in his summer league or at any point during his career. He had to fight through criticism at every step of his career from the time he stepped on NBA court until now. So, Wimbenyama, you're up there as far as hype with LeBron. So that means you don't get to sit out the round of criticism from everybody else. So I want to make sure the Spurs are doing it for health reasons and not because the kid is fragile. Because if he's fragile, that is what I'm worried about, about his long-term potential in the NBA. Well, I, I think, yes, they're doing the right thing, even though I reluctantly say it. Because it's like, I want to see as a fan, I want to see more of him. So that's why I want to see. I want to see him when the games matter, though, because I I, like I would sacrifice a summer league Zion to get, you know, a full NBA season of him. And if that if me holding him out of summer league can help Zion play more games, I'm definitely going to take that option. Yeah. And and so I've seen enough. And let let's just, you know, you've seen enough. (laughs) I've seen enough. I've seen enough, at least to know that. Okay, hey, it's all there right now, whether he performs like that every night can play to that elite level in terms of like, can he play like the greats? I don't know. We'll need, we'll need to see, but it it is there. The talent is there. There's no doubt. So I've seen enough. Um, don't want to see him injured. You know, we saw that last year with Chet Holmgren, right? I think it happened during the summer league. So the other thing is we don't have these debates when it comes to the OTAs in, in NFL preseason. We're okay with guys missing those. Or we're okay with, hey, you know, rookies are going to OTA. So, like, you know, I I don't think it's an issue. I I don't necessarily agree with you, though, that you're worried like, oh, is he fragile or this or that? You know what? The Spurs have shown most of the moves they ever make work out. So if they think he needs to go relax on the beach somewhere, have at it. Like, you, you know. just want your boss to say that. You know what? <laughs> we feel we feel Don is fragile today. We don't think he can take the no, rigors no, no, of the no, job. No, Why no, don't no. you just go hide away I'm, on the beach for the rest no, of the summer? I'm not saying no, no, not no saying. boss or employer is gonna say that, especially no. in sports. It's like, you know what? Do we want our prized possession in here in the building, putting in work, getting Thank better, you. showing up on the court, or do we want him to just go chill in the south of France somewhere for the rest of the summer to enjoy his youth? NBA no, no, nobody's gonna say that. NBA players do it all the time. Look at the banana boat with with because they're uh, all stars already on in the off season. And guess what? They've already trained and they've built that time into their training regimen. Wimby Yama's trying to go to prom. It's not the same. He's he's been playing a full look. I'm not. I'm not about to argue about. He's been I'm not, playing I'm not a full argue with you schedule about this. in France. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna argue. What's the next question? Because you you gonna pull me down this rabbit hole, and I'm gonna end up being pissed off and yelling at you. What's the next question? You know I'm right. He's been no, playing the whole pro schedule. I'm trying to project what you want to happen in your work career. Through it has young. nothing to do with that. Yes, it is. Oh my god, you're ridiculous. If this was a Pittsburgh Steeler, you'd be like, oh, that I'm, guy needs to be in the building. He's I'm, weak if he doesn't work out in the summer. Please. I'm moving on to the next question because you're making no sense now. So should top five picks? play or not in the NBA summer league. Nope. We've had this conversation for years. I don't think they should be. We already know. It's not like they're going to get cut or don't play. 
you're you're counting on these guys to be franchise cornerstones. Like I would hate for him to roll his ankle in, in the first game of summer league. And now he's out for like four to six weeks and it's stunting his development. So I know sit him out. I disagree with you. I think they should, because one it's good exposure for the NBA game. Look at the crowds they are drawing. Like that is just good globally for the game. So every once in a while, you got to do what's good for the game. But this is the, the main thing. They need that extra work. You just said Victor Wembenyama should not be going to the France, the French beach, because he should be putting work in. Well, that's what you do here. You go to practice, all right? You go to- Is this your, is this your burner account? Don puts no, no, that, that's summer. my guy. That's my no, guy. No, he Scotty. don't. He don't put no, any work in the summer. You, you know what his summer work includes? Annoying the shit out of me on the phone, 24-7. Texting me at obnoxious hours, 7 a.m. Are you up? Noon. Yeah. Uh, trade requests, 3 yeah. p.m. Like, I put Whatever it is I do, I put the work in. All right. Like you'll see at the end. I'm of not going to lie. You are, you are full-time annoying. So I'll give you that. But Scotty, thanks. And thanks for listening. Um, so the thing is they need that extra work. You were just criticizing one Benyama and it's like, listen, get in there, do the practices games. And this is what I'll say about the games. JT, if they're a college player, they would go seven months without a structured real game under the lights, like with fans. Think about it. They end in March, and then October is when the NBA season starts. I don't want a rookie. I don't want an 18, 19-year-old going seven months without a pressure type of situation with fans in the building. No, so, I don't want Zion Williamson going seven months without any exercise. That's totally different. I get no, it, though. Whatever. Whatever. Um, you know. So so, so your answer, answer to the question is somewhere. Would you, it's no okay cool cool it's it's no i get it i disagree they, they should they should play it's play or not they should play they should play and and this is the other reason i'll leave it at this they're going to play somewhere it may be at rucker park it may be some other tournament like they're going to play somewhere so at least the nba is going to get something out of it all right all right all right agree to disagree all right, so we're going to talk about baseball. MLB All-Star Woo! Game. Tuesday night, yes, National League. They beat the American League 3-2 to two for the first time since 2012. Damn, dominance. But this got me thinking, um, MLB All-Star Game has a lot of memorable moments. What's your What's your favorite moment? Oh, you, so you, you're saying all-time. All right. Or, or well, I took it as one that you saw, but you can go with all-time. Yeah. All right. For me, it's easy. Like wait, wait, the easy wait. one that I saw is, is is I'm pretty sure on everyone's list, and I'll get I'll get that out the way. Is it's okay. Bryce Harper winning the the home run derby with his dad pitching? Like to me, that was that was cool. Yeah, I got you. So I, I'm gonna go with um well two. So I worked the 2006 All Star Game, so that was a unique thing. So I'll always cherish that. Yeah, what happened um, to those connections? I haven't wait, seen wait. the All Star. <laughs> You don't give me any all star games. Because you, 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 if you were at you an all star game, you call me annoying. Why would I get you tickets? Because you, because you, you do shit annoying. like this. Do the non annoying stuff. Get me to games like that stuff. You, if you're texting me about, hey JT, you want to go to an all star game? You want to go to a final four? That stuff is cool. But don't text me all this other stuff. Like damn, like Kinda you're holding out. I'm trying to make fantasy trades. So that was special family, friends, coworkers. That that was great. I'd have to say, though, the 1994 All-Star Home Run Derby, which also was in Pittsburgh that, that I attended live. Um, Ken Griffey Jr., man. Frank Thomas hit a bomb upper deck, and that was the old cookie-cutter stadiums at Three Rivers where the upper deck was a legit upper deck. 
Um, moosh, moosh, uh. But yeah, but Ken Griffey Jr. turned the hat backwards, won it, the only three-time winner. He put on a show that day, and this was before like putting on shows nowadays where it was you got you got 10 outs, right? You didn't have three minutes. You had 10 outs. Once you did your 10 outs, you were done. He put on a show. Never forget that backward, backwards hat. It, it was awesome. Everyone was doing that. Damn, speaking of Ken Griffey, like – He's got so many memorable moments, and then you forget about. Uh, wasn't he the guy that gave up the the Ichiro in the Park home run in the All Star game? I feel like it was him in the outfield making a mistake, and Ichiro was able to do that. I, you know, I don't, I don't recall that. I get think, I think it was. I think get it was. Our stat crew it on it. Go get our yeah. stat crew on it. I think it was an 07. But um, I think the answer to this question is pretty obvious. But I got to ask the question anyway: Is the MLB All Star just the festivities, the whole moment, the game, the home run derby and stuff like that. Is it the best all-star game in sports? I think so. Yes. Uh, I mean, home run derby in particular, like it never disappoints. It it never disappoints. Like in the stars are willing to do it. We saw Vlad Guerrero and he won it, right? Like we're seeing the stars do it. The young stars, Julio Rodriguez. So, I mean, think about three point competition, slam dunk. You know, that doesn't always get the best guys. It's, it's disappoints. And listen, it's a midsummer night. The lights are on. And the All-Star game has defense and pitching. Like, we've always wanted that in the Pro Bowl game and in the NHL All-Star game and the NBA All-Star game. So all, MLB All-Star game has it all. Home runs, hits, stolen bases, guys wearing mics, pitching, defense. Like, it's got it all. So I, I think it's easily yeah, I, I agree with you the game. the game itself is is the best all-star game because it incentivizes them to actually play and participate in the game and win because there's there's ramifications if you don't win as a team and i agree with you i think the home run derby is overtaking the dunk contest just because oh, they do sure. have the star power and i know they're both repetitive things hitting a home run and dunking the basketball but i feel like the dunking the basketball it just depends on who's doing it i think that, that draws in more people, whether as if anybody's hitting home runs, they're hitting a bunch and breaking records. I still want to see that because I think yeah. that feat is just it's a crazy feat to do. But star power, uh, impressive factor. I just think the home run derby is better than anything the NBA has been putting out. And then the all-star game, like I said, is better because the stars actually have something to play for. Well, don't forget, they changed it now, right? It, there's no more of that ramification of home field advantage anymore. So just, just to be clear. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, overall, like I feel like it has been better because of that. Yeah. So let me ask you this before we go on to the next one. MLB in those all-star game uniforms, which is different than in the past. I think they've done it now the last two or three years, which is away from the 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 standard, what the normal, the traditional way of how they did it, where each player wore their own team jersey do you like those mlb uniforms just real quick just curious your thoughts i always like the team jerseys because it's like it, i don't know you don't really get to see that very often where like you get an all-star game you get to represent your team and i think it gives like a sense of pride to those people that are watching that individual represent that team right and especially cool. back in the day because like if your team is bad but you get like a guy that makes the all-star game and he's starting and you get to see that uniform out there and he's balling i think that's like right. the best thing they can look forward to all year yeah, I, I agree. I don't I think they should go back to it. I know there's money involved. It's like how many of those actual all-star game uniforms are you selling that it's going to make a lot of money for MLB? I just yeah. I don't know. All right. So going back to the NBA, 
Um, we're well into the NBA free agency period at this at this point in July, but there's always trade rumors, or at least JT will either make them up or he'll find them somewhere uh, out there on the web. Oh, you know so, what? You know what? You know what? Shame on me for doing some investigative work because if because it, it was up to you, we wouldn't have shit to talk about. We wouldn't be ahead of the curve on anything. We wouldn't know anything. Yeah, you just you just expect to show up and have everything just laid out for you. Like, oh, we're talking about this. Cool. Like, no, you have to actually put your ear to the ground and find some shit out. You know, I'm going to teach you how to do it. You got sources. That's great. All right. So let's play a segment. I'll trade trade some of my sources for some of those ticket hookups you got. I know you're not going to (laughs) share. Well, you're not going to share your sources either. So let's play a segment we haven't played in a while. Love it, like it, trash it. All right. We will we will read a trade rumor and you say if you love it, like it or trash it from the players perspective. All right. So first one, Pat, Pascal Siakam to my Orlando Magic. Trash it <laughs> just because they already have two guys that don't fit well with him on the court and Wendell Carter. And then your guy, Paolo Boncaro, who's I mean, everyone says he's going to be a superstar. So where does Pascal Siakam fit in there and then add in? Uh, Franz Wagner, who's uh, well, like a six, seven, six, eight ball handler, and it makes zero sense. Plus, speaking about rumors, him and Fred Van Vliet are already on the rumor record saying that the biggest frustration they had in Toronto last year was the play of the young players. So how would coming to the Orlando Magic make that any better? I just don't see that being a fit for him. Yeah, trash it. Again, what you said, similar guys at that position. And – you know, Orlando needs, please, Orlando, go get guys that can slash, get to the hoop, create their own shot off the dribble, and hit some threes every once in a while and play defense on a perimeter. So what you want them to do is bring Dwayne Wade out of retirement. <laughs> that if Dwayne happen. Wade's 25 years old. Yeah, all right, He wouldn't be going to the Magic. <laughs> so, Pascal Siakam to the Pacers. Love it. <laughs> because, now, this is a team that fits with his skill set. You put him with... Tyrese Halliburton, who is, if not the best assist man, he's a top five assist man in the NBA. So the that opens up a lot for Siakam. And then they have a stretch rim protector in Miles Turner, which I think is also a good fit with Siakam. So you got two bigs that can do stuff inside out. They both can shoot. They can score. And then you put a guy like that with Halliburton, I think it's a great fit. To me, I, I know people are going to say, all right, you're crazy. I think Siakam in – Indy with the in the Pacers is a better fit than when Sabonis was there. Like the way that roster is currently constructed. So I think that is a place he should be wanting to go. Well, don't forget though, Halliburton was not there with Sabonis. I get it, so. but it's he still he still wasn't a good fit with Miles Turner. And I think that's why they were like, uh, we got we gotta find a way to break this up. Would it have worked with Halliburton? Maybe because I didn't think Sabonis would work with Darren Fox, but here we are. But I think Siakam is a better fit just the way that team is currently put together. Well, yeah, I, I love this as well. I mean, they go and get two guys in the first round, Jairus Walker, point or power forward, and then Ben Shepard, a 3 and D wing type of guy. Then they bring in JT, Obi Toppin, which that's the one. It's like, man, you already took, you already, you know, spent, what, two second round picks on Toppin. Him and Siakam, I don't know how that would gel, but you just signed Bruce Brown. And it's like, this team is looking kind of nice. And they're young. They're about to go from the basement to the play-in, like real right. fast if they get Siakam. To the play-in, maybe to the penthouse yeah. if they got Siakam. Nah, I chill, mean, chill, chill. 
I'm I'm just saying you just said it. You're gonna have Dude, you are su- you are such an Orlando Magic fan. Only you thinking bringing one player into with a bunch of like role players they, they had a good season no, no, the year before take well, you to the penthouse. Well, watch your mouth because Halliburton's not a role player. Let's I'm get, not saying he is, but damn, you said you said you Bruce Brown said and, and Obi Toppin. You kind of said, but they <laughs> like already those will be all star players. I love but, Bruce Brown, go go Kings, but come on, man. But you mentioned the other pieces, and this is the thing: him and Halliburton are going to be the guys. They're going to be the men there. So, like, I like that for Siakam. What about your guy Luka Doncic to Utah? I mean, I, I want to say what I really want to say, but I know it's going to cost me too much of a fine. But I love this. <laughs> And I love it because I just trust Danny Ainge more than I trust Mark Cuban. And look look at what Utah has set up. Laurie Marketing, you know that that's been my guy for the past like three years. He's become an all-star and he's gonna be the best wing that Luca's ever played with in his career, which matters. And then you look at Utah, what they've done. They have t- what 10 first round picks over the next three years to build around them, whether they want to draft guys or trade those picks to bring in more guys to put around Luca. If he's going to leave to go somewhere and he wants like long-term success, I think Utah is it just because he's going to be in good hands with management and they actually have the pieces outside of the Thunder draft capital-wise to get it done. Trash it. It's Utah, bro. You can't win there. You can't win. Carl Malone, Stockton couldn't win. Donovan Mitchell couldn't win there. Like, you can't win. You cannot win there. And I don't care. Danny Ainge can have who, who, who are you? You, you might Singletary now. <laughs> you can't, you can't wear with him. Like, let, 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 let's get this listen. straight. No, no, I'm saying no, no, let, let, hold on, no, no, come on, come on, come on. Let's get this I'm straight. In Utah, because because you, you what we're not going to do is we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to act like Carl Malone and John Stockton not winning was because they were in Utah. No, it's because of Michael Jordan. Okay, let, let's get that straight. It had nothing to do with Utah. Oh, so all the other 15 years they played together was always Jordan's fault. Okay, Jordan has 17 rings now. Hey, man, how many, like how many, year, how many years how many years, jo- how many years? Jordan went to the finals? All right, six. Okay, that's that's six Wait, years dude, of prime Stockton. Like that's six years. years of prime Stockton and prime Malone. Oh that, that, that they at, at oh the at the goodness. apex, they had to play Jordan. You can had I like Phoenix Suns weren't good. Come on, can man. It had nothing to do with Utah. Can I finish? It does. Please. You're, you're playing, bullshit. I, I love how you're you're putting it all on the other teams and not blaming Utah for not winning. But as soon as you want to do with another team, you're blaming those guys. Oh, they couldn't win. Like, okay, they, you can't win in Utah. You just can't. Plain and simple. No free agent's going to go there. No free agent's going to go there. You could have 50 first-round picks. If you don't use those correctly, it doesn't matter. You need to still be able to draft. And I love how people put all this stock in the draft picks like you're gonna hit on all of them. You're not. You could go 0 for 10 in those three picks, or the magic you go 0 for 10 yes. in those three years. Ding, yeah. ding going 0 for 10. And it's Utah. No one's going to care. Like if you have a bad night or a good night, you're not leading off on Sports Center. Plain and simple, right? Carly says Pascal to Orlando, Luca to Utah. It don't matter. Heat and five. She's right. Absolutely well, right. In the first so once round. we go, once we get Dan, we oh, back in there. Oh wait, he he in five to losing five in the finals like they just did to Denver. All right, so yeah, right. Paul George to the Timberwolves. Trash it. He's washed. Next. But I said the player perspective, bro. He should he should just want to take his ball and go home. Trash right. it. Love it. You're 33. Go chase a title. Go chase the title because your body is breaking down. Go chase a title. Minnesota. 
Go, go chase the title. But, but he would be going to a T-Wolves team, which I think would be a force. They may be the favorites in the West if he goes there. They've got Gobert, Cat, and Anthony Edwards, who they just signed. Now you bring in Paul George. Paul George as your fourth option, the shutdown guy? I mean, you would love it for him. At 33, go to Minnesota. I know it's, I know it's not L.A., but you're going to have a better chance than the Clippers because Kawhi, we don't know when he's playing or when he's healthy. Well, your teammates will be healthy. That's the main thing. There you Healthier. go. There you go. Go to Minnesota. Zach Levine to Portland. Oh, love it. If I'm him, this is the ultimate place I want to go because I get to go out west where no one's watching the games and I get to be Diet Dame and jack up all the shots I want and my teammates can't do shit about it because the Blazers just paid me the max contract. Yes, Levine, go out there, do what you want to do. That's exactly what I, where I want to end up because I don't want to go to the Knicks because I'm going to go there, I'm going to lose, and there's going to be pressure on me. I can just go to Portland, jack up my shots, get my money, and just go on and ride off into the sunset. Trash. You said from the player perspective. That's, yes. exactly, that's, yes. that's exactly what I'm thinking if I'm going to Portland. It ain't the win. It's to make money and pad my stats. Well, I look at it differently. Trash it because just stay in Chicago. Why not try to just do it in Chicago? You've got pieces around you. and But this is the thing. In Portland, Dame's going to be there. I don't care. You can be. I know you're an optimistic Heat fan. You think the deal. Yo, you think yo, the deal I, is yo, done. I've never. I've never. I've never, I've, I've, never accused, I've never accused you of being a hater of the Heat. I've never have. But you are. You are trended dangerously close to that line, bro. Like I think I. And I get it. I think you feel like the Miami Heat. They've they've had enough chances to win championships, and now they get Damian Lillard with the Orlando Magic. Just keep getting. Shitty draft picks. Like I get, I get where the hate is coming from. But bro, Dame is not staying in Portland. Nobody wants Dame to stay in Portland. They want him to get out. Like it's a Shawshank Redemption. They want him to get out. Finally, you should feel the but, same way. Let that man out of Portland. But, but Damn, anyway, you just hated that he's coming to Miami. But anyway, they're going to be patient. So there's no guarantee Dame leaves. And even if he does leave, you're a ball player. You're a you're a star. So why answer the question as if Dame is gone. Because obviously can, Levine can wouldn't finish, go there if Dame is still there. Can I finish my points? Can I finish Please, my points? Get to it. Let's say Dame leaves. You go there. Why would any star, any potential superstar, want to go to a place where you, West Coast game, <laughs> so no one's watching, the money's going to be in Chicago. You're acting like Levine. Can the only expectations be to win are going to be in Chicago but, too, which are unrealistic, which is what I just said. How is it get the money, go out west. Jack up, be Diet Dame and right off. No one, no one is going to know you. No one will remember. I don't you. care. Yes, I don't care, baby. But, but you're looking at JT that you don't like the pressure. You can't handle the pressure. Levine can. He Whoa. wants it. He wants it. All right, smoke. cool. You don't All right, want cool. to smoke. All right, cool. Next, 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 next time we in the same next city, question. we playing one on one. First one to twenty one. Winner gets five hundred bucks. Let's see. Let's let's talk about pressure there. Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go. Because. Again, you're facing me and not the NBA. You don't want that smoke. If I put a six-three guy on, if I put a six-three guy I thought, on, I thought, you, I thought, you're I thought, not going to put five hundred dollars. You supposed to be the Pat Bev of pickup basketball. You are a defensive pest, right? Like you're supposed to be a defensive stopper. So I shouldn't be able to score on you, right? Well, see, he's like, I played you before. I'm not putting the five hundred dollars. All right, Damian Lillard, your guy to Boston. I love it because it allows it would allow Jason Tatum to be a, a number two and probably the best number two 
since Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. And honestly, I think it would be unfair in the East if Damian Lillard went to Boston. So for him, I love it. But for as the Heat fan, I hate it. Of course. I mean, I, I love it. Like, I think I think he should stay in Portland personally. But if he were to leave, I mean, Boston is the spot. Like, and the reason, the difference I would say between Boston and Miami is this, JT. He go, let's say he goes, let's play a hypothetical. Oh, I know the difference between Boston and Miami. One, you want to go back to and live. And the other one, you wouldn't be caught dead going to live in Boston. <laughs> so, well, that's one difference. But two, and more importantly for Dame is, let's say he goes hypothetical. He goes to Miami, wins a title. All right, great. Heat fans are happy. But you know what happens in five years? They still love D-Wade. They forget Lillard was on that team. He goes to Boston. Look at what look at what Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen did when they weren't even drafted by Boston. They weren't seen initially as Celtic guys. They win one title. They win one title 14 years ago, 15 years ago now, and they're still legends there. Celtic fans love them. Dame, go do the same thing. They haven't nah, won in man. 15 nah, years. I, They'll I, love I, I think, you. I think you're wrong. First of all, nobody has milked a title longer than the Boston Celtics. I don't even think exactly. people Bo- first of all, I don't even think Bo- people in Boston care as much as bro Rondo, KG, Paul Pierce. They bro, they, are, they are PR guys because they keep <laughs> this title in the press for life. That's, That's why what? you think people in Boston cares because every chance Every chance they get, they bring that shit up, man. Nobody in Boston cares about that. They like I'm it. I'm pretty sure they do. But KG and Paul Pierce is keeping that going, man. I'm pretty sure they do. All right. Look, look I'm going to throw in one last one because it just uh, came across my, my feed today. Who's the source? Probably, it's probably going to happen. James Harden, LA Clippers. Is that with Kawhi and, and PG? I don't Still know. But basically, the report is. James Harden is not trying to go back to Philly. He's unhappy the way Daryl Morey handled his free agency contract situation, and he is going to do whatever it takes to end up on the Clippers. You, you know what? If we're looking at James, Har- James Harden's point of view, sure. I like it. I like it. I mean, if I'm James Harden, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I got to – strictly from the James Harden standpoint, I got to imagine <laughs> the money's going to be better. It's L.A. compared to Philly, and – the strip clubs are probably better in L.A. than in Philly. So I knew you had to bring that up. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying because he's on record saying that the strip clubs in Brooklyn were trash. So I, it makes sense why he put on the fat suit and tried to get out of there ASAP. Then he went to Philly, who I, I would imagine the, the strip club would be a little bit better there. Apparently not good enough for James Harden because he was willing to go back to Houston. Houston said, hell no. Nah. So L.A., I guess, would be the next bet. And that's also why Miami was probably rumored to get him, too. Because Miami is uh, a part of the, the strip club king. There we go. That's hey, look, part of the contract fo- with James follow, Harden. It's James Harden. Do, do you, talk, first of all, do you know what James Harden is known for? Ask any stripper that has worked where James Harden on a team. They would say that's a legend. Like, probably 5% of his contract earnings have gone to the strip club. Like, he has donated heavily to the strip club. So, L.A., Versus Philly, I'm going to take my money betting that L.A. has the better strip clubs. So that's where James Harden would want to go. And plus, who wants to go to the Lakers just to lose and be criticized with LeBron? So let's go to the Clippers. Out West, no expectations. They expect you to underperform. He can go out there and put up his numbers and get his money. I I, I think it's, I love it if I'm James Harden. Zach says Dame don't want to play for those scrubs, I'm guessing. Indeed, he don't. To the, to the Celtics. Um, 
Yeah, maybe or maybe not. But then he'll, right, go so, there, he'll go there and beat you guys in five. So you want so so speaking of scrubs, <laughs> I hate that they wow. fall into this. Really? this level. Not, they don't fall into it. That's hard. Oh, maybe one maybe one of them has. Harsh. But let's talk harsh. <laughs> so so let's talk about Zion Williamson and Ben Simmons. <laughs> this is a very good question. Of course, Zion, you came up with it. No, if no, I, it, if I did, it, been like, think about it though. Cancel this. No, I mean, both of these guys definitely need a career year this season. But who do you think is more likely to have a mid-career resurgence, Zion or Ben Simmons? Come on, man. We both know the answer is Zion. Like, because because he's shown it. When he is healthy, he has shown, like, he can easily be an all-star and maybe more. Like, he can be an all-NBA type of guy, all-NBA team type of guy. And when he's healthy, JT – there's no ceiling for Zion. So in terms of like a resurgence mid-career, of course it's Zion because he's done it and he just needs to get on the court, which is different than Ben Simmons, who not only does he need to get on the court, but then he's also got to perform, which he has not done, I feel like, at a high level in a long time at this point. He still can't shoot. Because one, I'm, I'm sorry, I disagree with you. Because one of those guys is an all star, and the other is it. One of those what? guys been to a to a conference conference final, the other has it. And be, before what? you rattle off this, what? Zion when's Love Ben Simmons? List, whoa, 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 whoa. When's Ben Simmons been to a conference? I mean, final? I mean, not conference final, but I'm saying like he's been in the playoffs. Almost got they were they were okay. a wild winner. And what away. year was he? What year was he an all star? I thought he was an all star. He was close to being an all star. What year? Anyway, anyway. Okay. So anyway, can I finish? Because you never let me finish. Like, he still can't shoot. Have you seen do your sources? Because you have all these great sources that you won't share. Are they filming him showing you that, man, he can shoot now? Because he was still passing up layups as far as we know. And then two other things. He just needs to get back to respectability. Forget about a resurgence. Get back to being respectable on the court. Because you know what? Your teammates don't trust you. So it's easy. This is Zion. If we had, If you're putting money on either one of these, you're putting it on Zion. I know it. Now you can argue something else, and that's fine. But if we're putting money down, as you want to say, five hundred bucks, I'm putting the five hundred on Zion. So, <laughs> as much as I would love it to be Zion, it's Ben Simmons, just because of everything you said. He can't shoot. Nobody cares, and he still has played at a level where people think he's worth the max contract without taking jump shots. So that means. When he's healthy and he gets back on the court, he's able to do those things more easily than when he returns. Guess what? Defense still pass. They can still play one through five. Like he could be a defensive player of the year. It's easier for him to go back out there and do that. Zion has to come back. He has to be a top ten player. He's got to be an elite scorer or the best scorer on the team, and he still has to have all those highlight reel dunks to have a resurgence. So. I think the guy who doesn't have to take a jump shot and just just go out there and pass and play defense, it's easier for him to get back no, to no, that no. than this this that's this no that's this where, grandiose vision we have of Zion being Jordan. Like that's not happening. So I'm that, going with Ben Simmons. But that's where you're wrong because Ben Simmons has been doing that. He did that in Philly, and we we crushed him for that. So no, now we all of a sudden, because he can play a little D again, hey, which let's he's be always real. been hey, able to do. When did his defense go away? When did his rebounding skills go away? They never did. He's still doing exactly what he's doing, except he can't shoot at all. He's passing up layup. 
So until he does that, they have to take him out in the last three minutes because he can't make a free throw. Like, until he can do all those things, there's no resurgence because he's Ben Simmons just treading water. Where's the resurgence? There's no resurgence. Uh, sorry. But uh, beauty, beauty uh, look, least- look, look, to answer your question, uh, you said you asked, has Ben Simmons ever been an all-star? StatMuse says he's been an all-star, he's been selected for the all-star team three times in his career. Okay, that's fine. Boom. That's that's great. When was the last Boom. one? When was the last one? Oh, so, so so it's not the fact that he made it, it's like when's the last but, time but he no, did that? Moving the goalpost, but, moving the goalpost. But JT, it's not. If someone hasn't been good in 10 years and you say, Well, he can be good in his 11th year. Meanwhile, I've got a guy that was good two years ago. I'm taking the guy that was good two years Yo, ago. You just you just compared this dude to Greg Odin last summer. Yes. Took the W, and now that's not good enough. Because the question is different. We're talking resurgence. I don't trust Ben Simmons. His teammates don't trust, I trust him. Ben Simmons. I? I trust Ben Simmons to get back to playing to the level that I've seen him play at an all-star level. Then I trust Zion coming back. Easy. Well, Beauty in the least says he's too busy being sad about Kendall Jenner. Talking about James. Talking about Ben Simmons. Beauty in the, Beauty in the least doesn't trust Ben Simmons either. What can I say? All right. She's seen Zion. Uh, she wouldn't trust him either. Are, are, are we done with this? It's clearly Zion. Can we move on? All right, no, great. it's not. All right. So everyone's favorite segment, world famous at this point. We got trademark it. Forget about it or forgazy. We're going to read a statement. All right. We're going to read a statement. If you agree, you say forget about it. If you don't and you think it's a bad take, say forgazy. And I got to throw this up real quick because – I think Jackson Curtis agrees with me. What have you done for me recently? That's Ben Simmons. He does that's, that's Zion He's Williams. Done he nothing. hasn't done shit. He, he played last year. He, he, he hasn't done anything year. except for except for steal right, money. Done with it. Say, done. say 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 how much he hates working out and just getting injured. That's we're, literally all he's done. At least Ben Simmons it. been in there working out. We're done with it. All right. So first one, the Angels should trade Shohei Otani. Ooh. <laughs> Forget about it because it's a lose-lose. These are these are the two scenarios. You keep him and you don't win, or you let him walk and he's great somewhere else and you got absolutely nothing. The best case scenario is they should trade him and get something. Imagine, imagine you let him walk for nothing. That's like letting Brady and Michael Jordan walk in their primes without a fight. Like they should trade him, but I mean, any one of those three options are a lose-lose for them because. Neither one of those options are going to lead them to a World Series. So it's both. And I'm going to explain it why. And I'm going to say it one last time. The Angels, he I have a feeling he's going to walk, right? So the Angels aren't going to win this year. They need to make him an offer now that is a godfather type offer, JT. An offer he can't refuse. We're going 10 years, 12 years, 13 years, 500 million, 600 million. You can't lose him. This guy's an international sensation that you can't even, I don't even think you can put a dollar amount on how much the marketing, how much revenue he brings in for baseball, let alone the Angels. So you got to make him an offer he can't refuse that. He's like, you know what? I don't even know if the Yankees or Dodgers are willing to put five, six hundred million down on me. That's the first thing you got to do. And if he says no, if he rejects the Godfather type offer, then you trade it because you're right. Because at that point, you can't let him walk for nothing. And you've got to get something for Shohei. But the first thing you got to do is you got to try to keep him. 
because you can you can build around him. No, no. I'll tell I, you. What, I, I'll tell you. No, what right I think now. you trade. I think I think you trade. I think you trade him because if you haven't been able to win anything with him and Mike Trout together, then that tells you that you need to go in a different direction. Now but it sucks. I, it sucks I because you, you got to trade Trout while he has that that potential ridiculous. King's but don't but don't value. nobody want Trout. They they know you got Otani. They want that one. That's 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 BS. I'll tell you what, right now, if, if he could patrol center field if, at Yankee if you, Stadium, if you could trade if you, you could trade Grand Mike Trout, it would be the Yankees. And I don't think the Yankees would be like, no, 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 we're not interested in that trout. What nah, about that Otani? Nah, they that's would the go, they go, go trout to, to maintain center field because of the legends that that patrolled center field at Yankee Stadium. And Jackson Curtis, I agree. Trading Otani is basically punting the rest of Trout's career, although holding and missing the playoffs would be as well. I mean, listen. You have as a front office, you got to do a better job putting pieces around Trout and Otani. What can I say? You have two of the the gems of baseball in the past like twenty five years. You just you're not doing anything good around them. And then our our guy Scott as well says can't trade him worse PR than having him leave. It's like the Sox trading Babe Ruth. If you trade him, you have to blow it up. I I agree. That's what I'm trying to say. It's too much value in him. And then Scott also says. Trial should go home to the Phillies if he's leaving. There you go. Trade him to the Phillies. Phillies willing to give up a King's ransom for him, too. And I'll tell you this right now, JT. Shohei Otani, top five player of all time. There's no doubt about it. The things he is doing, Babe Ruth is has wasn't even doing, especially should, on the should, mound. Should the, angels, the <laughs> should, should the Angels trade, trade Mike Trout to the Pirates for Brian Reynolds and O'Neill Cruz? Just for those, wait, just for those two guys, two young guys like that, and then you sign Otani to a big deal, baby. But that's what you got to do. But that kind of stuff doesn't happen in real life. That happens on video games. But that—that's what I'll be looking to do. Is like if you're going to trade Trout, take a chance on a team that has two up and coming stars that are probably going to be cheap for a while. You know, then say we get that deal done, and then we offer Otani the Godfather deal, like you said. I, I I don't think I would do that if if I was the Angels. Like I I'd want I'd want some major league guys, but I want some prospects too. Like just because I think you can get a little bit more for trout. I think maybe I, not. I, I, because, I think I think that market for trout is not as big as you think it is. He's but 30, I digress. He's 31 and like people want to say, oh, he's beat up and this and that. It's like, come on, man. We hear that all the time, but like he's he'll be fine. He's 31. Right. Yeah, we're Next acting one. like he's 41. Next one. Andrew Luck is a Hall of Famer. Forget about it, Gazy. JT, I got to give you credit. Every once in a while, you come up with one that I got to really think about. Like the dawn of sports has to really think about, do the research. Man, this was a tough one. I'm going to say Fugazi. JT, he only played six seasons. Terrell Davis struggled to get in. He got in eventually at seven. Calvin Johnson played nine. But Terrell Davis, two-time Super Bowl champ, you know, 2,000-yard type of season. Calvin Johnson, we know the ridiculous stats he put up. Luck, he just doesn't – I can't justify putting him in with the stats in this era. If, if he did these stats, 171 touchdowns, 23,671 passing yards, with 83 interceptions, though. But if he did those stats in the 70s, yeah, he's in. But you can't – He'd be all-decade team member. Yeah, yeah, you can't put him in – after just six years, because you'd be setting such a precedence that now everybody would almost be like, you know what? I'm good enough after six years. I'll get in. 
I'll get in. What about five? What if someone plays five years and does these stats? But like, you know what? Should though? they get in? But you know what though? And I I talked to you about this when it happened. This is the Calvin Johnson effect because everyone's like, oh, we love Calvin Johnson. He's such a freak. He put up some good numbers, but really, it wasn't first ballot worthy if we're if we're being honest about it. But and I'm like, not even saying first ballot. I'm saying, but, but that's not. But, 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 that, but that's the slippery. But that's the slippery slope that this has started. It's for Gazy because everything you said. Terrell Davis got in because the criteria for a running back to play in the NFL for an amount of years is much yeah. smaller than a quarterback. Like but, you're talking about guys that have played 15 years or more, like, and you got to win Super Bowls. That's the criteria for a quarterback with the stats. That's why last last time we did a show, we talked about Eli Manning because he had a long career, had the stats, and had the Super Bowls. Andrew Luck does not have most of that stuff, so it's for Gazy. Even though at his peak. Some of the guys that are considered going to the Hall of Fame, he might have been better than Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Joe Damon, Jim Kelly, Troy Aikman. Like, he might have actually been better quarterbacks than those guys, but those guys played longer and they have more hardware. But I've always said, and this is why I love Frank Gore in terms of his playing, longevity. Longevity is a key in the NFL, uh, in any sport. Sorry. It's got it's almost like a criteria when you're that good. But you said it, it's those milestones. Terrell Davis, 2,000 yards, MVP, two Super Bowl titles. Like running back, Walker got short, nothing like running back, shorter, shorter. Right. And his stats, but his stats compare. He had like 7,000 rushing yards. Like you go look at the record books, his name's up there. Andrew Luck with 23,000 passing yards. JT, he's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. In 15 That's years, this is always my pre- they sad because they thought he was going to be a Hall of Famer when he came into yeah. the league. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask you this next one just because I don't I don't want you getting confused. No, we, we can skip it. We can skip no, it. No, 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 no. no. I, I, already ta- I, already, I already talked about it, but let me let me ask you this. Ime Doka saying he wasn't interested in coaching James Harden was the right move by the Rockets. Forget about it or for Gazy. Forget about it. I told you this. Why would the Rockets want Harden? There's no reason for it. So Ime did them a favor, right? And he kind of made the decision for them. Let's forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Like, he may know what's up. This dude was coming here to get the bag, not win, and go to the strip club. He ain't got time for that. Well, our guy Scott says if, if luck is in, you have to put guys in like Drew Bledsoe, put them in the Architects Hall of Fame instead. I agree. I agree. All right, next one. Dame refusing the report to any team he is traded to, not named JT's Miami Heat, is awesome. Forget about it. Of course, man. If we we always talk about player empowerment. This is this is what we had in mind. The guy that everybody loves and wants to go get a title gets to pick where he wants to go in that championship. Yes, forget about it. You know, JT. You spelled forget about it wrong again. You keep doing this. I'm going to start fining you. Anyway, this is Fugazi. You know why? Because I can't stand when a player comes out and You can't stand that he's not going to the Magic. (laughs) Like, why would he not consider playing with Paolo Bancaro, Wiggle Carter Jr., Franz Wagner? Like, why would – like, who doesn't want to go play for the Magic? That's exactly why you can't stand this. Do people forget that Orlando is in Florida? It's a tax-free state. Miami, Orlando, you make the same money. Anyway, this is- <laughs> but the money don't feel the same. <laughs> the money don't feel the same in Orlando. Right. It, goes it, much further. it goes much further in Orlando. That's why you moved up there. So, hey, man. Hey, look, Dame don't got my kind us, of problems. Show us your house. Show us your mansion. So, listen, the reason why I don't like this is 
I can't stand when players tank their own value. I saw with Dwight Howard, it's annoying. Just talk to the team, get to where you want to go, and force their hand behind closed doors and just say, I'm not showing up to that team. And as soon as you trade me or I hear rumors, I'm going to call that team personally, my agent, and tell them. And that's not tampering because my agent's reaching out because you're making deals. So you know, I, I, I swear, I swear you watch these TV shows too much. You're like, oh, the agent can do X, Y, and Z, man. The agent, when you're a Damian Lillard, he does what you tell him. He's saying, get me the hell out of here, get me to Miami. So you tank, it happen. But listen, you tank the value, and that's just annoying. As a fan, I can't stand that. Dwight Howard did it, and guess what? We got almost zero in return hmm. for him. Hmm. Like you can't you can't stand Dame calling his own shot going to Miami, and you couldn't stand Dwight no, Howard no, no, calling no. his shot wanting to get out of Orlando. See, I'm sensing a pattern here. No, it's people don't want to play for the magic. Next one, let's move you're, on. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I understand I don't, what you're saying. I don't, well. Can we no, go to the next not. one, please? No, no, you're not. Let me fit. No, because I'm going to finish. Because I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to say, I'm only going to Miami. Just do it behind closed doors. Why is it getting out? Why is it coming out? Like, put it behind closed doors. That way, they get the most out of the value. All right, next one, you're up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson not including Kirk Cousins in his top five quarterbacks is a sign it's over in Minnesota. Forget about it or for Gazy. Forget about it. It's been over. It's over. Cousins is on the last year of his deal. He's gone after this year. Justin Jefferson, you might not have him on your top five, but you better pray. That Minnesota knows what they're doing with their quarterback situation. If not, you're going to be asking to be out of Minnesota soon because you got no quarterback. You're right. I really agree with you, but this is forget about it. And it has everything to do with the structure of the team. Like you said, Kirk Cousins, last year of his deal, there's already a bidding war for him out West. So he's probably not coming back. That's the JT manufactured bidding war. No, no, no. This is real. Um, but here's the thing, too. It's, I think this is Justin Jefferson looking out for himself in two ways. One, to let other quarterbacks know, like, hey, I see you. I like you. There's going to be a vacancy if I stay. Come join me, a la A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, how they kind of work that out to get together on the same team. But also, this is what happens with receivers. They need to go get good quarterbacks because every receiver that's a star goes through this. Stephon Diggs is going through this right now. You're a star receiver. They love you in the beginning. But when your team doesn't win, the blame is going to come to you first before it gets to the quarterback. So I think Justin Jefferson's like, let me set myself up if I'm going to sign long term to where I can play with a good quarterback so I can at least have a chance to win because it's lonely making that money as a receiver and not winning any games. Ask Calvin Johnson. It's not the same in the NFL. But I agree with everything you said, though. He is trying to set himself up for success because Cousins is losing. But I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying he better hope there's a good succession plan because if not, he's you better hope. You better hope the new quarterback is as good as Kirk Cousins. Because you draft this guy high, he turns into Trey Lance, and then all of a sudden, damn, you catch you catching 900 yards for six touchdowns, and everybody's like, "What the hell happened to Justin Jefferson?" Yep, that's that's my point. All right, last one to forget about it for Gazy, Kansas City Chiefs winning the ESPY for best team was the right call. What were the other options? I mean, um, I guess forget. I guess forget about it because I mean, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> it was it was Vegas Knights. I think nope. it was nope. um, maybe the Vegas Aces. It was LSU championship. Teams. LSU. 
LSU Tigers, Oklahoma softball, Georgia Bulldogs football. I would have said this. I probably would have gone with either the Vegas Knights as much as that pissed me off just because of just how far they come in six years as a new team. And then the LSU Tigers, it was such a big story. And like, it might have been the greatest college championship game we've ever seen. So I probably would have picked those two over the Chiefs. But the Chiefs and Eagles was a great game, too. And that was a, a brilliant performance. So I guess you can't go wrong, but that wouldn't have been my pick. So I guess for Gazy. Yeah, I say Fugazi, I think it should have been Oklahoma University softball, 53 consecutive victories, third, third title in a row. Like, listen, I don't know who won the SB last year. Maybe it was them. It doesn't matter. When you follow it up with that performance, and they lost their best player. I mean, they lost their best pitcher last year. I mean, can so, we say this, too? Oklahoma softball has been so dominant. Like, I don't even know why other teams are showing up. Like, they're winning so much. Like, I, they should take a COVID year. Like, just, just – let them let Oklahoma graduate. Let's 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 give them a couple titles and let's come back and regroup in four years when this is done. Like they've been so dominant, it's it's crazy. Got to play to win. You got to play the game to have a chance to win, though. JT, play that's why they play. Me. Any 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 given day. All right, last segment. The women's World Cup begins next Thursday, a week from today, July twenty, and we'll conclude with the final on August twentieth. So a great month of soccer. The U.S. women's team enters as the favorite, according to Caesar Sportsbook, at plus 225. JT, I know you're a professional gambler, so but to explain to the people at home, plus 225 means you put 100 down, you win 225 if the U.S. women's team takes it all the way. So for every I'm a gambler, but for, thank you for, for the, the, the greatest. For every 100, you win 225. So first prediction, we're going to do two predictions here. First one is, who you got in the finals and who wins? So obviously I'm picking the USA. And it was really hard to decide on who that second team was because there's there's some other really good teams in here. But I'm going to go with Germany. I think it's going to be USA versus Germany. You stole my thunder. I got USA. Oh, is that Germany. what you picked? And you got USA winning, right? Yeah, of All course. Right, done. Next hey, hold one. on, tell me, tell me. And, I, and I have a feeling I know why you picked Germany too, because you, you, you are, you, you always want to look at the odds and be like, all right, which one could I hit the most out out of these top teams that are not number that's one? A, that's Germany not is sitting right there. I like where they are in the bracket. I can see, I, I can see myself making some money off of this. Nah, that that's not what I did there. You got to look at where they're at on the bracket. USA's on one side. Germany, I think, you know, I think England's on the other side there too. But I think Germany's a little stronger than England on the other side. So that's why I went Germany. I actually didn't look at, I saw the stats. I saw the odds for us, but not Germany. I didn't I want it like, to sway my Germany opinion. Like fourth best odds to win. I didn't want to sway. I didn't want it to sway my opinion. That's why it'd be. I was like, Ooh, that's a sneaky one. I like that. I looked at the bracket. I was like, I, 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 what, I like, I like their chances to get to the final. What, what's their odds to win? What were the I odds? Forgot, but I think they were like fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, but you don't know the, what the actual odds are? No, I don't know. I knew I knew the one you said about USA, but. Okay. So our guy, Scotty, again, Don, DC bars are allowed to stay open 24-7 next for the Women's World Cup. Don't like, worry. He like won't be there. Scotty, when, he we, won't be when there. we go, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be in bed by 9 o'clock right after this show. He will not be at the bar, no, so don't even worry about it. Because it's in Australia, though, I think games start at like 5, 7 a.m. here. So, Scotty, hit me up. We'll go catch a U.S. game somewhere and go, and go root them home. Oh, right. no, don't, don't, don't fall for that trap. He will, he will be up at 6 a.m. He will have already gone to church, got his run in, and ready for the game at 8 o'clock. 
Do not fall for this because he will be up and knocking on your door. Perfect. Appetizers at 8 a.m. All right. So one more prediction. Who wins the World Cup Golden Ball, which goes to the best player in the tournament? There's a lot of good uh, players out there that could possibly win this. Who you got? It's tough, man, because I, I want to pick Rapino just because it's her last ride, but I don't think she's going to do it. I mean, Alex Morgan, but it, it was really hard for me to pick one because um, I think she has the best odds, but the ones behind her, the odds weren't great, but they're good players too. But I'm just going to go with Alex Morgan just because I, I want to see a U.S. player win it, and it would be great if it was Rapino, but I think realistically Morgan has the best shot. So... I'm going to go outside the U.S. I'm going to go with Sam Kerr, who plays for Australia. I think with them having the tournament there, um, you know, she's a great player. I just feel like even though maybe Australia won't win the title, they can go far enough and she can be that leader. That she can be Mike Trout. All the – all the all the eyes and and she kind of steals the show, even though hopefully the U.S. wins it. But that's the thing; maybe she can steal that show. They can get into the semifinals, maybe. And being at home, she can, um, you know, win the golden ball. And Scotty, I like the way you think. Let's hit a three a.m. game. Let's go, USA. JT, any other predictions you want to make? I think I oh, think we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um... Gosh, I totally forgot. Uh, we talked about this. The Fulton Inouye fight, I believe, is on the 25th. It's coming up. It's at we 9 a.m. though. We we got time. No, it's at it's at 9 it's at 9 a.m. because you guys are talking about watching things early. Will you be getting up to watch that fight at 9 a.m.? JT. Most Hold on, first people, of all, do you do most, you have do you have well, ESPN plus? What what kind of question is that? Come do you on, have you have ESPN I, plus. You know do you I have do. it? Yes or no? Yeah, I, I will. Do. I, I will be I, contacting you for I, a login. I would nah, be. See, I was gonna say I know, I have one. I'm not giving it to you after how disrespectful you were on tonight's show. I'm bro, not sending it to you, bro. You all, all the all the hey, all the passwords I share with you in the past. It. Come on, man. What you have my stars password? Your stars password. First of all, that that don't belong to you. So don't, don't try to claim joint ownership of the stars password. Don't do that. But no, wow. hey, 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 thanks, man. Just text me the ESPN plus. I will be sure. up at 9 a.m. I'll probably yeah. have brunch I'm, ready and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch this fight. I'm we are going to talk about that. I'm sending it right now. We will. Next week, we'll be talking about it. Plus, we're going to highlight another big um, fight coming up. The Bud Crawford, Ariel Spence. We'll talk about those fights next Thursday. But, yes, I will be watching in a way. And, JT, most people on the East Coast, they're up before 9. You know why? Because they work. They have to go into the office, unlike you who's on a permanent vacation. Like, yeah, you, you I don't sound... understand. It's 9 o'clock. Are you going to be up? It's a Tuesday morning. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm already up for two you, hours you, of working. Of all, first of all, you sound so salty. In everything you say, and I do have a job. <laughs> you got these people out here thinking I don't work, and that's why I say I, I need to take your son to work day, and I'm gonna bring you to work so you see exactly what I do. <laughs> you might not like the time constraints of how things work out on a day to day basis, but this is work. So oh. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you down, and I'm gonna Please show do. you a day of yes. how I work, and you're gonna be like, oh, I can't wait to go back to my regular job. Please do because you work in the mansion. So what are we gonna we gonna hang out in your state of the art? gym facility there yeah no, great. we're gonna do we're work gonna, we're gonna get to yeah we're gonna get work in the gym 
I, I don't like. I don't understand. I've seen you work. I've seen you. Rap, 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 rap yourself. This, this, he, your he, he, he just yeah. not, he just not gonna admit it. I He's not gonna admit it. I, I won. Look, he said, "End the show." That means I end won. End the show. End the Once show. Again, wrap it up. I stay undefeated. All right, man. Great episode, though, JT, and to all the fans and listeners out there. Thank you for always um, for listening, sending your comments. Thank you, and remember. Please subscribe to us, JT and the Dawn All Sports Podcast. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and whatever platform you find all of your other favorite podcasts. And remember, if you like what we do, leave us a five-star review. And JT, if you don't like what we do, leave us a five-star review. Remember, we are presented by Give Us a Shot Network. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. And remember... We are also on social media. You can find us, our handle, JT and the Dawn. We are on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. So, JT, a lot of fun. Have a great weekend, man. And until the next episode, see ya. Peace.